Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I am your host, Lisa Kelly, and it is such an honor to be connecting, albeit virtually today, but like obviously it kind of goes without saying because it's still a fucking pandemic. Um, Terrell, also known as Minty Bongwater. Terrell is a sun in <laughs> Gemini, a rising in Capricorn, a moon in Aquarius, and we love it. We love it. I actually had just, when Terrell shared this with me, I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I know a lot of Sun, Gemini, rising, Capricorn, moon, and Aquarius, even though, Terrell, I am also a Capricorn rising. So we share this, this was a very important placement. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for being here. No problem. Thanks for having me. And it's it's nice to meet you too. It's very, very nice to be here. So I, um, I found your, I think I found you on Instagram, but then I saw that a lot of your Instagram posts look like they were from TikTok. So that mm-hmm. I- migrated over to TikTok where I exclusively lurk and I found you there and I saw more of your content and I was like, oh my God, so creative, so inspiring, so cool. And since I I found your pages and started following you, which really was not that long ago, I, I just checked this morning to freshen up on what you're creating and you are growing, your accounts are growing exponentially. Like there is an incredible amount of Um, community interest in what you're making right now. And I know that I understand why, and I'm sure I could speak to why the collective consciousness is so into what you're creating right now. But I'm curious as to why you think you're growing so much and what your experience with this has been, because it's, it's pretty tremendous. I honestly think that it it started out because of a lot of things. I was a PBS kid growing up. I was a WFYI kid growing up. So I think a huge aspect of what I enjoy is organically uh, connecting with the audience that I'm speaking to. So I was a huge fan of like Mr. Rogers, Steve from Blue's Clues, and stuff like that. So I think one of the biggest things in, is that I have a genuine connection with my audience. Um, there's so many things going on with social media as far as only portraying positivity or purchasing followers or just kind of doing what's trendy in order to get a following. And I think that I kind of backdoored my way through that industry by being a hundred percent organic and showing people everything that kind of goes on in a creator's life, whether it be the good or the bad, while still finding a way to connect with the audience in a very personal way. Yeah, I mean, I think the personal connection that you have in your videos is is unparalleled. Um, I have not seen a lot of over the years. I mean, obviously, social media continues to evolve at incredibly rapid speeds. But I think that your content is so fucking refreshing. And it is so it feels so authentic. It feels so pure. (laughs) And it feels so like uh, it's just it it really does feel like a reprieve from the doom scrolling that mm. I think has really, I mean, obviously also accelerated in the past year. So how did this how did this pursuit start? Have you been Minty Bongwater for a long time? No. So I made a TikTok because like everybody else, I think during the pandemic and during COVID, or a huge percentage of us, we were just kind of bored and wanted to see what all the hype was about. So at first I was a scroller. I used to just kind of scroll and like and kind of go from there and then um i think me having a green thumb has always been something that i've liked 
with me making a name, I think that I've always thought it was funny how ridiculous some TikTok names were and how some of them just kind of popped out and got your attention. There is a backstory for the name Minty Bongwater, um, but I just kind of wanted to go with the most ridiculous thing I could think of at the time. So I chose that. And then I don't remember exactly what day it was, but there was a blackout day where they were a lot of creators and um, people on TikTok were pretty much only promoting content of people of color. They were not posting and like liking and commenting. And I noticed that people were talking about selling um, like products, makeup, clothing, and other things that people enjoyed to do as far as cooking and stuff. But I didn't see too many other people besides Garden Marcus, shout out to Garden Marcus. I didn't see too many other people talking about like plants or like tea or just kind of like the metaphysical field. So I made a video. I had 26 followers that night. I made a video talking about how I like plants and like and follow for more. I think I had like two or three videos before that at the time. And woke up the next day and had 14,000 followers. No fucking way. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Woke up the next day and had 14,000 followers. Wow. That is wild. Mm -hmm. So that was totally. And also just FYI for all of our listeners. Terrell is drinking tea right now. Just want. (laughs) (laughs) Just really, really need to let everyone know this is real life it's a english breakfast tea yeah i went to good earth <laughs> yesterday and got four ounces of it. i'm a little offended you haven't offered me any yet but it's fine it's fine Uh-oh. i have like my hyper caffeinated horrible coffee right here you know wrecking my adrenals so it's, we're all good um so with then suddenly waking up and seeing fourteen thousand followers like did you know at that time that you had found something that was going to stick? Was it like, oh shit, like this is, this is it. I'm still a businessman. Very much so. (laughs) So when I seen that, I was like, well, it's going to have to stick. Like, it's almost (laughs) like not really taking no for an answer. I love everything that I do as far as helping people, but I also still recognize very much so that it is a business. And anything to me over 10,000 followers in any social media account, you have a platform. And I, I woke up and had a platform. And I think the biggest thing that I had to do from that point is realize what direction to go in, how to kind of round all the things that I like into one niche or niche. Because at the point, at the time, it was just me talking about plants. People didn't know that I was into astrology or crystals or like, practicing like green witchy stuff every now and then just kind of other thing aspects about myself how do I take those and work to that in without losing interest of people and also continuing to make my account grow I think that's kind of where the business aspect started to kick in so eventually I'm doing two to three plant info videos and then maybe one crystal video slid in during the day and kind of seeing how that went in or one astrology video during the day and seeing how that went in. And then one day I made um, a prosperity spell and showed a seven or eight second video. It's a nine second video of me holding it up. And that video got 1.4 million views. Or that's, I think that's where it's at now. And I duetted, the, no, it's at two, two million. And then I duet that video. That duet has like another 1.5. 
So I was like, okay. So I figured I kind of at that point, people were just more interested in all sorts of those things. I think it's very relatable to say that there are facets of, of all of our personalities that we can't just round into one thing. So I think to find somebody who doesn't just have one side of that with social media and even sharing like very personal things like it's it's uncomfortable to do but i know that it is very real and very relatable i i think that's why so many people have kind of jumped on so fast yeah for sure so what with these growing platforms i saw that on instagram you just reached 100k i don't even know mm-hmm. what you're at on tiktok now but it's Obviously, there's you have a lot of eyeballs. There's a lot of people who are interested in you and what you create. So, with your amazing Capricorn rising, you know, real recognizing real over here. Do you have a a vision for where you're going to take Minty Bong Water? I would like to have a like a full on morning show. I want to take what I'm doing because right now, unfortunately, even with TikTok and Instagram, like I know that I can expand the length of my content. But I still work like 20 to 40 hours a week. I'm a cashier at Costco. So I'm working there and just kind of doing a lot of things. So right now, I enjoy the fact that I can make 15 to 60 second videos and kind of spread them out. I do, however, realize that it's eventually going to be time for me to start getting more in depth in the teas that I'm drinking and the types of like health benefits that they can have mentally or physically. And the same with crystals, the the beliefs of the health or mental benefits that they may have, or even astrology. So I want to start taking each thing as far as my good morning videos go and making it maybe a 10 to 12, 15 minute video where I can take each item and break it down, maybe do a recipe or talk about each item for a while. And even do segments where I have people on, but that's like the full, uh, kind of like the full goal. I love that. That's, I mean, that sounds like it's just a natural extension of what you're already doing. Have people started to recognize you at at your job? It's happened like three or four times. That's a fucking lot of times. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of times. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened three or four times. Yeah. It's, it's, I still don't know how to feel about that kind of thing because I'll still like, really nervous about even being live in front of a hundred or 300 people on camera or even speaking in front of 500 people on camera is like still like not a big deal to me, but I've never, like if all those people were in a room or like in a building with me and I was speaking, I think that's something completely different. So being on camera and like saying something to somebody is one thing, but I still haven't really too often had to deal with people telling me how it's helped out so that's still very surreal i think Mm -hmm. is the word to use Mm -hmm. that it's actually helping people and it's crazy like i don't know it's just people talking about how it's really helped out with just getting out of bed or finding a routine to do something whether it be making tea every morning like these are the things that i do to battle my anxiety and depression and stuff so it's very surreal to see that it is actually helping other people i think i mean taking pictures and stuff like that like that's cool like i i pride myself on like 
my outfits and looking nice and stuff like that. So the pictures and all that is something that I think I don't mind. It's just knowing that I'm really helping people. That is astronomical. Mm -hmm. It really is. So in the topic of helping people, I think that, you know, um, before we started recording, we were just chatting a little bit about what we are going to, you know, what we are going to approach today, the topics we wanted to cover. And one of the things that you wanted to really make sure that we circled back to, and I completely agree, is recognizing, you know, the incredible efficacy of metaphysical practices, and then also where they begin and end, you know, where the boundaries are for them. And I think that the boundaries for them are actually what make them extremely magical and extremely effective. I was actually just talking to my mom last night, who is a really creative and really interesting person, but is an artist through and through and never had a sleep schedule, never told me to have a sleep schedule. I now as an adult, I'm like for the first time ever in my life, figuring out how to really take care of myself, feed myself, sleep, you know, nurture myself because Mm -hmm. my mom was so (laughs) Pisces moon and I, and Sag sun. And I was talking to her last night and she was complaining about not being able able to sleep. And she was like, I'm going to take Ambien again. And I was like, please don't do that. It doesn't make you sleep. Like it really just fucks you up. And Mm -hmm. all you need to do is set a schedule. And she was like, I've never had a schedule. I'm 75 years old and I've never had a schedule, whatever she said. And I was like, well, I think that you actually might find yourself more creative, more productive, more magical. If you said, I'm going to get into bed at 10 p.m. or I'm going to work backwards from there and do my tea and and ritualize that. And then Mm -hmm. your daytimes can be as creative as you need them to be. And you can sort of create these containers for, for expression. So I have found like, you know, I think that there's so much magic and so much possibility in the containers that magic holds. You know, like in what crystals are, in what plants can do, in what routines are. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're also not like a catch all for everything. And Mm -hmm. I I think that that's a really important point. And I would love to know more about your experience and thoughts with that because I'm I'm sure that in a lot of your DMs, you're seeing some messages that are like, oh no, (laughs) not that. Everybody is looking for some form of like, guidance and like whatever it is that you should do. I think the biggest thing about spirituality is that it is such a specific set of rules that you are born with and such a specific set of rules that I'm born with that it will never completely match up with someone else's. So with that being said, I've really learned how to take giving advice very, not necessarily generally, but just to a point of this is what I'm doing to help me out and it may help. Um, I guess like I'll, I'll get messages. There are a lot of young people, not necessarily on Instagram, but on TikTok. TikTok calls them baby witches. I think that's like the, the term that's been coined is baby witches. And it's just people that are trying to figure out their spirituality and, you know, learning to work with certain energies and how to and, and so on. And like you said, I'll get messages about what crystal cures depression or like, what crystal is going to make me like, like stop being so angry or what, um, what, uh, can I mix in a bottle to help me get a job or, and stuff like that. And I, I guess the biggest thing that is that I try to stress to people is that you can literally smoke, say cigarettes in a crystal bathtub full of moon water 
and still be the worst person on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like all, like you, you. There's so many. You can't just wear crystal. Like until you realize that what you're doing, like you said, what what you're containing. If what you're containing is the bad energy, there's nothing that you can do to get rid of it. It really just depends with the choices that you make, and then certain tools can be an accessory to the choices that you want to make. But it, it's not like you can make a prosperity spell and still wake up at 2 p.m. every afternoon and not have any job applications filled out. Like You got to be waking up at 7 a.m. and filling out three to five job applications along with doing those prosperity spells because you are meeting, you have to meet the universe halfway. Absolutely. Essentially is what's going on. You can't expect things from the universe while you're a part of it and not expect the work to be done completely without you being a part of, you know, the natural cause. Totally. Yeah. I think that that's super well said. And I, it's very disturbing when, you know, I, I, in previous episodes, actually, I haven't talked about this for quite a while, but when I was younger and a few years ago, when I started to explore social media more for my astrology practice, I would be so disturbed by a lot of the messages that I would get on how, you know, or like, you know, I would write an article on psychic powers and then I'd be like, please, like, I need help. I need to talk to my grandfather or I am trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get my kids back. I'm, you know, what should I do for this like court and just things that would cause me so much anxiety. Cause it was like, oh my God, like there is no panacea for that you know like mm-hmm. there's no easy solution and something sliding into someone's dms randomly you're not going to end up with like the the solution that you need for that man and, yeah and then i kind of got really desensitized to it and i stopped caring because it was mm-hmm. it it went on for so long there were so many years of it and it was like i realized that this is just you know this is just comes with the territory is that there yeah. is a lot of desperation that goes into a lot of the time when people come to the metaphysical world, it's because they are looking for easy answers. And there are a lot of people, a lot of practitioners who actually profit off of that and make their entire business model responding to those DMs and saying, I have the solution for you. It's $25 cash app, Venmo, PayPal, you know? Imagine having a platform on top of either one of those things. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, it's pretty horrific that people would actually respond to those messages and um, encourage those people to pay for X, Y, and Z product or service. Because to me, magic, metaphysical work, esoteric practice cannot be approached in a state of desperation or anxiety or fear, you know, because you get back. It's a conversation, just like you said. So it's like if you're coming at making a money spell or doing a money manifestation with like manic, crazy energy where you're so frenetic and like you're not even you can't even see straight, you're going to get some weird shit back, you know, like you're probably not going to get money back. You're going to get weird shit back because you're not even Absolutely. you don't have the clarity and the focus. Yeah. And all that con- confusion and study, it's, it just gets attracted right back to you. Totally. That's not the type of energy you want. No, and and any vessel is going to do that because these are all just mirrors, you know, everything is a mirror 
including plants. Plants are mirrors, you know, like if you if you're looking at your plant and you're like, it's dehydrated, it's not getting enough sun, whatever it is, it's like, damn, you're probably not either because plants are mirrors, crystals are mirrors, astrology in the cosmos, everything is reflective. So it's like in order to approach these things and actually see what the potential, the potentiality is and what they can do, mm-hmm. you also need to first spend that time with yourself to see where am I at, you know, what is going on in my life and why am I approaching this stuff? Like you said, it's it's a balance of so many important things. And I think one of the biggest things that is is communication of self is also very important and imperative. Otherwise, I think people start to go out and seek things and answers rather than, you know, being not necessarily logical, but what are some steps that I can take to help myself or, you know, create these type of, like you said, as far as creating routines and such. Yeah. And I think that like where you're at right now is such a testament to the fact that things don't just happen overnight. You know, they take time. Well, in your case, it did. You did get 14,000 followers overnight, but you also, you're still working at your job. You know, you're still integrating this, this massive business that you're have the potential to create into your life. This social media thing is still so hard though it's definitely put a weird toll on my mental that I had to go back and check myself on mm. I still I still have to clear I, I guess I I still feel the need to clarify that there was a point where I and this is just me and my personality being a Gemini I have the same birthday as Kanye West oh wow is it June 11th the 8th the 8th mm-hmm. so I, I think like Coming from that aspect, there are certain things that I want and I kind of want done immediately even. And so I started to like fall into like, like a weird depression when my views would get low and like mm. expecting like certain like, uh, like why am I not getting followers as fast as I was getting last month and like really caring about the statistics and like the analytics of things. And I really had to go back. And like, I had to remember what it was about. And it's really interesting because someone who I consider a really good friend of mine now, um, I hope he doesn't mind me shouting him out. Spice King Cam reached out to me and gave me a phone call. And um, we just talked for a really long time. And it kind of, it really helped me remember the importance of like, you're connecting with people. And like, it's not how many followers you have. It's each person that you're connecting with it's the level of connectivity that you have with each person like it doesn't matter if i'm just reaching out to one person and i i did because like the whole social media thing it puts a hook in you it really does and i i started to get wrapped up in views and numbers and stuff and i really had to go back to remembering that it's it's about the connectivity that you have with with each person individually and i think once i got back to being personal again and going in the lives again and responding to certain messages. I can't, like you said, can, definitely can't respond to all of them. Um, but just certain ones as far as um, reaching out and just saying nice words every now and then, then I started to see things go back up. It's just, it's a very, very weird balance. Yeah, it really is. It means a lot. I think that you shared that because so much of what you how you interface on social media is with this 
you know, it, it's again, like the word pure comes to mind and I'm sure you've heard that a lot, but you know, it's like what you're making, the mood, the vibe, the filters, like everything is so, everything feels so soothing and calm, right? It's such mm-hmm. a reprieve from the chaos of social media, but I think that it's really down to earth, like even more so down to earth and even more real and even more authentic. The fact that you shared that even, you know, the social media machine took a toll on you as you're creating this like super therapeutic content. Absolutely. Because it's impossible not to, you cannot, one person cannot be stronger than the monster algorithms of social media. Nobody, nobody. And I, I, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist or any, anything like that, but certain social media aspects are to target you and make you scroll through everything and kind of wish that what was going on was your life. Yes. Whatever it is that you're looking at, whether it be food, whether it be somebody's body looking nice, whether it be somebody taking a beautiful sunset picture somewhere, it wants you to be like in an aspect where you wish it was your life. And it's not necessarily a level of depression, but it's kind of like right on that line where it's like, must be nice. Every scroll must be nice. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Wow, they can dance really well or wow, they look great or like, wow, that looks, must be nice. So I think, I don't know. That's just something that I, kind of wanted to go against things like this I guess like I said I don't mind sharing because it's something that people don't talk about too often but it's still a very very real thing and with me having a platform that talks about mental health and just kind of metaphysical stuff and you know these are the kind of things that have to be talked about as well it's it's still even hard to mention it too much in my content. There are certain things that I don't like to talk about because I don't want it to like bring people down, but that's still something that I feel like I need to work on. Yeah. It's just kind of saying it all without worrying about, you know, being like the bummer of the party or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I think that it, there's also something to be said for reframing our collective consciousness awareness of social media recognizing its incredible offerings and like the beauty that comes of it of being able to bring community together to share resources to you know really reduce a lot of gatekeeping in various industries and communities i think is just absolutely you know, tremendous especially absolutely. with like, our movement into aquarius your moon in aquarius like i i think that that's obviously like huge 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 but yeah. there also it does take a lot of tolls and those tolls are quite literally programmed into the structure of the platforms they are you know they feed on they want you to keep coming back so they know how long you spend looking at somebody who is aspirational to you how long you spent how how you zoom in on the fucking picture whatever and then they're like oh they like this, you know, they like to see this shit. They like it, but really it's like, we're looking at it because we're hating ourselves, you know? So it's like, they want, they like to see it. We'll give you more of it. And it's like, that's the exact content that drives me into a depression. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, like all of it needs to be acknowledged. And I think that that is one of the reasons that metaphysical language is so fucking cool is because you do a lot of ands. You're like, it's great. And it's horrible. 
And though they don't conflate one another, it's not like you have to choose. They can both exist simultaneously as they do. True. Very true. And I still, like I said, grew up watching Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers was probably the biggest inspiration as to why I do what I do right now. When you say that, it really checks out. I really, really get that. Like, that is such a good comp. And it really, like, that is definitely the vibe. And Mr. Rogers, I mean, he is a pretty monumental person. I don't know if you saw the documentary of of him a few years ago, but he um, also had a really hard time navigating what his influence would bring. He had a really hard time with like people mocking him and him, you know, like the rumors of like, oh, he's a pervert because he was like a nice guy. It was like it took and he's a Pisces. It took a such a huge toll on his psyche. And this is even pre-social media. I could I could, yeah, I can definitely see that. You know, I think that learning about the people that we admire, and this is you yourself included, because people do admire you. And people do look up to you and people um, look to you for helping them create their routines and helping them sort of move through their day with a sense of tranquility. Um, and to recognize that you are also a person who gets affected by things in the same way that the people that on social media get affected by things and that all of us have this incredible humanity, which is what connects everyone, but also is, you know, more than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. So now just for my own edification and for our listeners at home, can you share with us your favorite plant, crystal, tea, a few of them? Like what are some of your like highlight go-tos? Yes. So I love vining plant. Real okay, so I'm I'm just now kind of starting to get getting more into the rare items, I guess, if that makes sense. But I really love like the basic plants that are just beautiful and don't give you any drama. (laughs) Like I don't really care too much about like the complicated ones that you got to add two droppers of water to. I think that's kind of where my plant, my funny plant content came from because I started making a mockery of all of the plants that would just die in front of me after I would try to work so hard. I do. I feel like I. it's just like having a, a animal run away from you. I, I try to do such a good job with these plants. I really do. And <laughs> I think it's just always been a yearning for me to want to take care of things. My grandmother always had a green thumb. But anyway, I kind of have like kind of like a parental attitude towards my plants, too. Like they kind of need to get with whatever program I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> that's the Capricorn rising again. <laughs> <laughs> so my problem free children are like the easy. Those are the ones that I don't mind bragging about and talking about. That, those are my, that's my Diffenbachia. Uh, Diffenbachia or dumb cane. They grow really, really well. They'll give you plenty of beautiful leaves as long as you water them routinely. Like great, big, beautiful leaves. This will give you like a type of jamunji or type of like a jurassic park like a prehistoric plant like jungleistic type of look to your home if you want to stack those with a few plants it's got great big leaves and like white specks on it and then there's another vining plant called pothos it's in the pop or the pothos is the family of plants um they, they come in several different variations and they're the same way. They grow and just give you plenty of, like, I can't even make any 
bad type of videos about them because they do so well. They it'll literally put out like maybe a leaf or two a week. And then there's another plant called a philodendron, which is another vining plant. It's not necessarily in the same type of family as the pothos. Um, there's actually a fun fact about it. So the philodendron has heart-shaped leaves. And I believe the Greek, the, uh, um, what is it? The beginning word philo is like the Greek word for love. And then dendron is, I think, another word for tree in Greek. So it just translates into love tree because its leaves are heart-shaped. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 So yeah, those those are three of my favorite plants. As far as tea goes, I am a very, very chill person. So I can, I, I don't mind anything that's going to make me feel like calm, even if it's like during the day. So I don't mind drinking a nice chamomile tea or a nice like sleepy time blend tea. I'll even drink it during the day and be cool. Celestial seasonings, the one with the little teddy bear in front of the fireplace, fire. Nope, not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but it's absolutely fire. <laughs> Not a sponsor, just teas. a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's one of my favorites. So they have a chamomile tea that I like. Um, oh, and I love chai tea. I just went, this doesn't have a label label on it. I just went to my Whole Foods store and bought some uh, chai tea that I'll probably do here soon. And then there is this tea called butterfly pea i'm gonna be label friendly here it's butterfly pea flower tea and it's a very beautiful purple but if you add any type of acidity to it it'll change into like a navy blue or like a oh wow blue. that's beautiful completely changes colors and then as far as crystals go i'm like i've found myself to be a huge amethyst fan i have a chunk of it right here i guess that goes with the chill yeah absolutely i have a question for you do you, yeah. do you like to be sleepy? <laughs> this is such a crazy question, I know, but just bear with me for a minute. I kind of do, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. That's so inspiring. I do inspiring. like to be sleepy. I do like to be sleepy, only because I think it keeps the other side of my Gemini at bay. Wow, it's a Gemini thing. That, yeah, I think ah! so. Because, listen, I used to drink so much like coffee and energy drinks and stuff and i like how energetic like energetic terrell is but i'm also very aggressive i I tend to get a little mean because i don't have very much patience when my mind moves too fast i think i want things to like Mm -hmm. that's so interesting i have such a hard time being sleepy i feel like it's it's like i can't function if i'm sleepy and it like i had a, a in high school actually i was talking to a friend of mine and it's so long ago, it's crazy. And she was like, I was like, I'm just really tired. And she was like, that's okay. And I was like, what? (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't even realize it was okay to be tired. Like I thought that that meant that I was out of commission and there was no point, you know, like it's all fucked up and ruined because I'm tired. So I'm, I'm having a little bit of an epiphany right now. I actually pride myself on how fast I can fall asleep. I pri- I pride myself on it. I could uh, literally, the last relationship I was in, I was like, watch this. I would literally be like, watch this. You want to see how fast I could fall asleep? <laughs> Which reminds me of those plants dying like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally fall asleep just about as, like, I could 
probably fall asleep in like two or three minutes at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. So amethyst is your crystal, also a sleepy crystal. This is why I was mm-hmm. like between the T-Rex and then when the amethyst came out, I had to ask. Yeah. Just a very, very chill. I've, I'll, even as a kid, I had a lot of energy, but I didn't really do too much running around or nothing. Not, I mean, I wasn't like very, very low energy. I was still a kid, but I didn't really do any sports. And I think I skateboarded at the most. And that was about it. Yeah. I mean, you're running like an incredibly popular social media account and you're sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any proof that you can do things and be sleepy it's you <laughs> yeah true that and yeah, i'm getting ready to go to work right after this yeah and like the vibe i mean like i'm about ready to take a nap now after this because it's like it really did help i mean it's it's there is a soothing tranquility to being sleepy i mean maybe being sleepy is what we need in the age of aquarius maybe we need more sleepy people too many people have been awake for too long. Cranky. Yeah, cranky, aggro, like too much monster energy drink, too much freaky shit in their systems, breaking doors. I, I've also felt another reason that I have been making my content. We don't really have people sit down with America no more. We don't really have anybody sitting down with America like you. We don't have like our Bob Rosses or our Bernie Macs or our uh, Bill Cosby's or Steve or Mr. Rogers. We don't have any of those. We don't have anybody to just sit down and just calmly talk about the things that they're passionate about. That's not hurting anybody. Totally. I can't. I can't. I mean, we have we have like morning shows and stuff like that, but I don't think anybody is just very calmly sitting down and finding out what we all may or may not have in common with each other. Yeah, I mean, at I least that's beautiful. I'm a huge fan of Good Mythical Morning, by the way. That's another piece of where I want my morning content to start to come from. What is that? I'm not sure if I know it. Good Mythical Morning is a morning YouTube show. There are two guys, Rhett and Link, that have been doing this for over a decade now but it's a really it's a really really good morning show they just talk about like popular topics they play like these morning games and have like celebrities on yeah it's a it's a really really good morning show well i think that we're gonna be uh seeing your very um perfectly beautifully therapeutic and honest and organic and lucrative morning show very soon i have a i know that because I think that like, you know, the fact that you are also thinking about, you know, what has worked, what's the precedent for this, you know, what's been an effective way of communicating with people, what's the trajectory and the history, and how can I use my unique point of view and my understanding of the world to sort of like continue that legacy and build on it and innovate it um, from a place of reverence, I think is like, course you're going to have a extremely successful morning show like it goes without saying to me but everyone listening at home it's not a quartz that's doing it it's terrell who's fucking hustling with the yeah. quartz <laughs> exactly while holding the quartz yes 
thinking about everything that the courts can do, but still meeting the courts halfway. Exactly. Giving the courts permission to do its work by saying, here, here's the template. You can't just pick up the courts and be like, oh man, now I have the motivation to do everything I've ever wanted to do. Totally. (laughs) I started in February of 2019. That's when I started making content. Yeah. And so that, so it really, even though you did have that like pretty epic, you know, 24 hour, it's been a while of you making it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a, it was on Facebook. I started on Facebook of all places. So I think that that's really inspiring for people too, to know that like, it wasn't just the first go, you know, it Mm -hmm. was, you have been trying to think about ways that you can show up on social media in different capacities and what's the best platform for you? What's the best, you know, structure of your content creation? Who's your audience? How, what do people resonate with? It's trial and error. You got to keep rolling the dice. I love it. You got, you got to keep rolling the dice. And a lot of people just try to roll one time. Dogface 208, you know who Dogface 208 is? I think he had 600 videos on TikTok before that one went viral. Right. He had 600 TikToks before that one went viral. So it just goes to show sometimes you're going to do what you're doing for a long time. So, I mean, and sometimes you'll, you'll blow up and things will go well. And then you, you do a dip and then you kind of go have to pull a two chains and come back way later. It just <laughs> kind of, it just really kind of depends, but it's just all about rolling the dice and not giving up like people really don't realize how much they are an important imperative ripple and part of the universe and that's why they some people depend on so many other things rather than partnering it with believing in themselves Mm. firstly oh my gosh that is so beautiful and so true yes i mean at the end of the day that is like that's the secret sauce Mm -hmm. is having the confidence to keep trying and know your worth Mm -hmm. and know that each person is completely invaluable because they're one of a kind. So there's no way that anyone is, you know, doing something that has been done before or is like played out. Like you, it might not hit the first time. You might have to like take a few years to figure out what your voice is, what your opinion is, what your perspective is, but it's always worth it to keep trying. I used to have to watch those, like I would go on Google and search like Oprah and just all these people that didn't get famous until, or like successful until they were like 27 and 30, because I was 23 and 24 still figuring out, trying to figure out what my life was going to be and what was going to happen. And I, you know, I know that that can bring a lot of people down sometimes is hitting a certain age and seeing people around you hitting certain accolades and being in a certain spot and trying to figure out where you're supposed to be and it's like you said spiritual journey is so it's the most beautiful ugly thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it really is <laughs> yeah i i do think i i often try to remind people and maybe i don't even do it enough that i did not become a professional astrologer in any capacity to be able to support myself until after my saturn return i was 29. I was a waitress before that. So it's like, it takes time to get to Mm -hmm. the places you want and takes a lot of dedication. And I know people who are popping off in like extremely successful business ventures and they're 39, you know, and it, there's really not 
you know, if you're, as long as you're being authentic to where you are at that specific place in time, you can do anything, you know, you can start a new business, you can reinvent yourself, you can create a super successful social media account. Don't try to be a 39 year old acting like a 19 year old, that would be bizarre. But as long as you're being honest with who you are and where you are at that present moment, then, you know, there's always room for another voice. And people always want a different perspective that's unique because it's a beautiful thing. Well, Terrell, this has been such a treat. I, it's so lovely to connect with you. I'm such a I'm such a huge fan. If I saw you on the street, I would freak out and have to take a selfie with a mask oh, on because it is still a pandemic. But, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, where can our <laughs> listeners find you and also enjoy your content? So currently, I am on TikTok. I am on Instagram, all at Minty Bongwater. I am currently in the process of building my YouTube. My name is Minty Bongwater on YouTube, and I've uploaded a couple of TikToks for recognition purposes. But you can expect to see more content coming from there here in about a month or two. Um, so YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. It's, it's all at Minty Bongwater, no capitals or spaces. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is I love these kind of conversations because it's really something that you can continue to go on. So I really do appreciate having this and and being able to uh, share this conversation with so many people is even still such a a surreal, uh, honorable thing. So thanks again for having me. Thank you for being here. 